Welcome back to the Room 102 podcast. I'm Mr. Rostin. I work at Franklin Steam Academy in Champaign, Illinois. This podcast is for students there, but it's really for students anywhere in a middle school that are looking for ways to learn science during long breaks from school. Okay, so uh, I have a I have a lot to go over in this podcast. I'm not going to spend as long on content. I'm going to talk more about um, assignments and things that I want you to do. Okay, so number one, um, I'm going to give you the experiment you're going to do for the week. Hopefully, you've been able to make a couple of observations the last couple of days on things that you could be testing, things that maybe you or your parents kind of put to the test or measure in the home. Um, I'm going to give you your experiment at the end of this uh, after I go over some content. And I'm also going to talk to you about sending me messages on this podcast in case we have to go into next week. So um, number one. Uh, let's get to the content for today. Today we're talking about science history in the West. Typically in the West, we start with the invention of the scientific method. If you look up who invented the scientific method on Google or Wikipedia, you're going to get like 20 people. We're going to say that it was refined, not invented, but refined in the Renaissance by Francis Bacon. Francis Bacon opposes Aristotle in a very key way. We said last time on Tuesday that, um, Abin, uh, Abin al-Hathaim uh, was uh, a proponent of Aristotle's approach to knowledge. And um, these scientists still use some of what Aristotle did, but Aristotle used what we call deductive reasoning. Deductive reasoning is when we use if-then statements. We say, if this is true, then this other thing must be true. And we try to use logic to work our way through um, how the world works. And that's what Aristotle did. He used logic to try to explain how the world works. He said, Aristotle says, I observe this, therefore this must be true. Um, I see that rocks fall, father, far, fall faster than feathers, therefore rocks get pulled on gravity harder than feathers do. Francis Bacon said, no, no, no. Uh, we also need to use induction uh, in science to deserve, observe how the world works. So maybe we need to use lots of small pieces of information to say this is most likely to be true. You'll remember me in class saying a lot that um, scientists get more and more sophisticated ways of understanding the world, but we never understand it completely. Any scientist that says we understand anything completely doesn't know what they're talking about. That was Francis Bacon's big thing was you have to use a lot of experiments. And you have to do like hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of trials to use induction to figure out whether something is true. Um, and so he said, Aristotle is only partly right. Uh, Galileo then rebukes Aristotle and says, there's another thing Aristotle got wrong, and that is um, that the earth has the sun revolving around it. In fact, the earth revolves around the sun. And if you use inductive reasoning, if you use Francis Bacon's scientific method and say, if you use a lot of different experiments, specifically, he looked at how the moons around Venus were orbiting um, with respect to different times of the year. He said, if you use a lot of this data, you'll see that it doesn't make any sense for the sun to be going around the earth. Um, Isaac Newton also uses uh, inductive reasoning and um, does so many experiments with so many different models that he has to invent his own system of math. And then at the same time as uh, another scientist named Leibniz, he invents almost within like a year of each other, they invent a, something called calculus. Calculus allows Newton to take a lot of different pieces of data and then extrapolate them using something called limits uh, to find mathematical truths about the universe. So these three people take Aristotle, who has been studied in the West and used um, for 
over 2000 years as like the way of understanding how the world works. And they say, well, no, he only had a partial understanding. We also need this scientific method to verify some of the logical conclusions he came to. So we need to use deductive reasoning and inductive reasoning. Uh, and in fact, um, gravity pulls on feathers and rocks at the same rate. It's just that when, uh, feathers undergo wind resistance more. Uh, and that was eventually tested on the moon, I believe in 1974, they dropped a hammer and a feather and the hammer and feather fell at the same time because the moon has almost no atmosphere. Okay. I know I went through all that very quickly. I apologize, but I got to talk about our experiment for this week. Cause on Wednesdays, I want to give you your experiment. Here's the experiment I want you to do. I want you to do an experiment. I want you to do an experiment where you take an object and you slide the object down a ramp of some kind. And that's it. That's the experiment. What you have to decide is what you're going to measure, what you're going to test. So hopefully you've been thinking about things that you can test because I want you to choose your dependent and independent variable. Now I've put an ex explanation on the Google Classroom so you don't have to just memorize what I'm saying in this podcast for this assignment. You can go on the Google Classroom and you can read my description of this experiment. Uh, you don't have to listen to this over and over again. But again, I want you to do something where an object is sliding or even rolling down a ramp. You can time it. You cannot time it. You can measure how far it goes. You cannot measure how far it goes. You choose the dependent and independent variable. The independent variable is something that you're going to change. I will give you one example. Maybe you're changing what type of objects you're going to roll down the ramp or slide down the ramp. And then you're measuring something about, so you're picking a dependent variable to measure. Um, I'm not going to give you a dependent variable because I want you to design this experiment on your own, but I want you to do some experiment that involves something sliding or rolling down a ramp. I think that's something that you can set up in your home in the next couple of days and then reflect about it. You don't even have to make a chart. You don't have to make a graph. You don't have to fill out post-lab questions. You're just going to draw a picture of your experiment and kind of explain your setup a little bit um, when you do the reflection sheet on Friday. Again, all of that is explained on the Google Classroom. Uh, so you're good for today. Another thing that's important for us to cover before I leave are jokes. I mean, I didn't give you uh, any jokes yesterday, so I owe you two jokes today. First joke for the day. What is Isaac Newton's favorite TV show? Gravity Falls. <laughs> Hilarious. Second, um, my relationship with gravity hasn't always been good. We've had our ups and downs. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's outstanding. Okay. Um, as we wrap up, we're getting toward the seven minute mark. I want to make one more comment. Um, for these, since we're starting to do actual assignments, um, you might have questions. Uh, you might want to share how your experiment has gone. Uh, you might want to just say questions that you have as we're doing the podcast. Like maybe some, like we had a lot of information on Tuesday. Maybe you had a question about some of it, or maybe I misspoke and you said, Mr. Ross, and I think you were wrong about this on the podcast. I think because I looked it up on Wikipedia and a bin, how, al like, didn't believe that, but he believed this. That's fine. Um, you know, uh, so what I've done on Wednesday, I'm going to post a link so that you can give messages to the podcast and then it'll record your message. So you got to do it like on a computer or a phone, it will record your audio and then I can play that on the podcast. So if you click on the link for messages on Wednesday, it, if you um, click on that and record, just know your voice might end up on the podcast. I might post a couple of your questions or post a couple of like your results for the experiment that you did. 
Okay. I think that's all for now. I wanted to make today's episode shorter since Tuesday's was so long. Um, if you have any questions about how the class is going, uh, feel free to uh, not only message me for the podcast link that I'm going to post today, but you can also email me. You can send a message on Google Classroom. I'm trying to be resp- as responsive in this situation as I can. Um, and don't forget to take care of yourself. You know, uh, Yeah, I want you to listen to the podcast, but I also want you to be spending time with your family, taking care of yourself, making sure that you have all your uh, bio needs met. Um, and let us know if there's anything that you need. I hope you have a great day. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I will see you tomorrow on the Room 102 podcast. Thanks for listening.